What's going on, Hawk Nation? Back with another episode for the Hotcast. I'm your host, Drew Gorder. Uh, really excited for today's podcast. Got special guest, Aiden McIntyre, former HNU pitcher and now Oakland A's prospect. Really excited to have him on today. He's got a really great story that he wants to share with us, and uh, we're going to kind of dig into a few different things. Aiden, thanks for coming on today. Absolutely. Glad to be on. So let's dig into it. Uh, starting back when you were a kid, kind of what introduced you to the game of baseball? How did you get into it? I know from being your friend and a housemate that you kind of moved around a lot as a kid. So what introduced you to the game of baseball? Yeah, we... Um so originally, um, the game wasn't something that like it was in in our family or kind of uh, something that we had really any involvement in or history with. Um, like you said, moved around. Um, I think we were about I was about eight eight to ten when we um, moved to Arizona, which is where we still live. So we've been there for a while now, um, and it was just kind of looking for something to do. And the little league field was near our house, so. Um, remember getting like registered for that and um, yeah that was kind of like the start of it uh, I guess like the background of it but um, so it went like literally to high school all in um, Apache Junction Arizona okay so you played high school ball in Arizona uh, I got these numbers here from <laughs> a previous podcast turn a pair and uh, you, you were actually out, a, shout out shout out turn a pair podcast uh, High school stats, so it says you were actually a third baseman middle infielder, Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll get there, but you batted 134 as a pitching, as a pitcher you were 0-4, had three strikeouts, 18 walks, and a 7.87 ERA, and your fastball was about 77, 78 miles an hour. Um, Talk about that, like what was the difference between, you were a position player, touched pitching a little bit, but never really knew kind of what you were going to be. Uh, kind of explain yeah um, I was about your size in high school so um, <laughs> size wasn't on my, <laughs> my side um, yeah so played uh, played a lot of middle infield kind of uh, I guess to say the least high school is not my uh, not my peak um, yeah just kind of undersized um, under talented uh, wasn't a lack of effort or care just uh just really wasn't there, kind of wasn't ready to go. But um, yeah, high school was not a a high point, um, which um, I'm grateful for now. Learned a lot through it. Um, but came out of high school um, and didn't really play my senior year and got a, um, became a pitcher actually after my senior year of high school, like that summer. Um, was recommended to me by the club organization I was with um, because, you know, just the hitting wasn't there. So I figured if I could try it as a pitcher, that would be my best shot. So you were, you said you were undersized. So what would you say you were your freshman, sophomore year in high school? Freshman year, I was like 5'2", 5'3". 5'2", 5'3". And I think by my senior year, I was like six foot, maybe probably lying, but like six foot on roster. Um, that's crazy. So yeah, it's a pretty, pretty big growth spurt there. You learn to play in basically a whole new body pretty much every year, you know, growing that much. Um, how did you earn an opportunity to play at the next level? How did you get noticed or what did you do next to go to the junior college level? Um, I played that summer with, um, 
it was called Dodgers, um, Dodgers Baseball. It was an organization right now in Arizona. Um, and there's actually a lot of really good coaches through that um, organization who kind of helped. But I think it was like at the beginning of the summer, kind of, because I had gone to um, a bunch of the junior college tryouts earlier that year um, and didn't hear back from any of them. And then that summer, um, it was like first week of August. So like school started in like two weeks. And I remember pitching in a game and like kind of like being better. Um, I think I was like probably low, like low 80s, like maybe mid 80. Um, and that got me a walk on spot at uh, Yavapai Junior College, which is in um, Prescott, Arizona. Um, so, I mean, I think it was kind of a, they had a few more roster spots they needed to fill. Um, I made some jumps from the tryout I had gone to earlier in the year. And then when they saw me later in the year, so, you know, took a, how close was that to the season when you got that walk on spot at Yamapai? Uh, about two weeks before school started. So two weeks before school starts, you walk in there. What's it like? Yamapai is a pretty good program. Uh, did you feel any pressure going in? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't prepared. Um, it's a good program. They had a really good team that year. Um, and I just wasn't physically there. Wasn't um, able to compete at that level, um, which ended up kind of um, turning into me learning the splitter, which helped me the rest of my college career. Um, but yeah, so I was gotcha. there for that fall. Really good team. Um, I wasn't... Still was kind of learning, so that uh, was there for that fall, and then got um, cut at the end of the fall. Okay, so you get cut from Yamapai. What's your next move? Where do you go? Um, I transferred to a, another junior college in um, Colorado. Okay. So La Junta, Colorado, it's called Otero. Um, and they pretty much said like they would take me after I got released from uh, Yamapai. And yeah, that was kind of like the next... Um, place I mean I just immediately was going to go there because it was my only chance to keep playing um, and yeah I mean yeah uh, I'm grateful for what happened at Yavapai it helped me um, turn me into a better better player um, gave me a little chip on the shoulder too I think and then um, so what was uh, the experience like at Otero when you went there did you play there for a full year or did you mm -hmm. I was there for the spring of my freshman year and then I went back like that fall so I was there for a full season um, and a fall and ended up throwing pretty well my freshman year got more innings than I was expected to kind of went up there almost got redshirted um, but then ended up throwing I think like 20 20 some innings um, and then it was good. Like that was a good team. That was actually the only um, like playoff team that I've ever been on, um, and met some really like good friends who I'm still really close with there. And then that summer, like went back to Arizona, played summer ball, um, went back to Otero, kind of thinking I was a little bit better, um, kind of gonna be one of the main guys, um, and ended up having like a really very poor fall. Um, <laughs> And um, at the end of the fall, I got an opportunity to um, transfer to San Diego City College through a former coach. Um, so again, transferred into uh, San Diego City College for the spring of my sophomore year. 
So the transition, you go from Otero, you go to your San Diego City College, and that's your last year before you realize, okay, yeah. I either got I either got to have a great year, that way I can keep playing. So what was your mindset? Was there like a turning point for you mentally, or was there uh, kind of an ultimatum put in place there? Yeah, it was um, just kind of the realization of like this, there's a spring left, and then after that, like you have to find a new school. And to me, I didn't want to play like keep playing at a like really low level um, just to keep playing. So I wanted to get my school paid for, for my last two years. Otherwise I was gonna be um, probably done playing. So that was like a discussion I had with uh, my dad kind of before that spring. Um, and I remember going into that spring kind of like knowing that that's what um, I was gonna have to do. And I was going to have to have a really good spring. And luckily, being in California gave me the opportunity to put myself in a new area, um, new environment, and kind of give me some different looks, um, as well as some good competition. Um, there were some pretty good teams and good talent in that league. All right. So good competition, a little bit of pressure uh -huh. uh, to keep playing. So how was your year at San Diego? You had a good year? I did. It was a good um, – it, really, it was by far my best, uh, much better than my freshman season. And um, I think it was the – I remember pretty early on, once I got there, getting like a boost of confidence that I hadn't had before of like I was going to be the dude and I needed to um, be that guy. Yeah. And I remember like having that confidence from other people like I'd never had was, um, yeah, it was good. I mean, I just, I thrived off of it. Um, and I overall, I mean, overall I had like a good year. Um, kind of, I remember kind of died out at the end a little bit, but better year had some had some looks um but even like most of the looks i had at the beginning of the year kind of faded away um velo still was pretty iffy um probably mid 80s and yeah so at the end of that year um like end of that season i had three offers um which one of them was um a very low amount of money that was all academic um, so I didn't really feel like I was invested in it as a player and then another one was um, supposed to be a full ride and then the entire scholarship got pulled um, and then my like the other one was um, Holy Names which um, came out like saw me and um, I was a uh, pretty pretty set on that being the place I was going to go. It would allow me to stay in California. It would um, right. allow me to play. In, I knew the conference was really good. Um, so even if HNU historically hadn't been a great program, I was going to get a chance to beat good programs. Um, and yeah, I got to recruit um, two of my best friends to the school who ended up playing with me for those two years and um, living with me. So overall, I mean, I wouldn't change my college experience for anything um got a lot of great people out of it so nice so you come to the names mm -hmm. junior year um what was your junior year like i know here it's, it said you had 50 strikeouts that year uh yeah. you were probably throwing mid mid eights yeah let's talk about your junior year and then obviously what you did to transition maybe that summer and then mm -hmm. lead into your senior year yeah i think um I think going in, like, my junior year was kind of the same as, like, my freshman and sophomore year as far as I was still pretty um, immature, not, I guess, just not um, solely focused on the game, not committed enough to the daily processes that I needed to be actually doing. 
um, and was kind of just more in the, I guess, college lifestyle of being a baseball player and having fun um, and mixing that with the sport. Um, but I had a good junior year, um, ended up being one of our guys, ate up a lot of innings, had some great games, had some very, uh, very average games. Um, but even same thing, kind of started the year strong. By the end of it, it died off pretty hard. Um, but overall, it was a good year. And um, But it definitely was a, a realization of, like, I'm not – what I'm doing right now isn't going to get me anywhere. Not where you wanted to be. No. And it wasn't going to get me any looks, wasn't going to get me any attention. Um, so what did you do that summer then? You went up to driveline, did mm-hmm. some training. What's, what was the atmosphere, the training atmosphere like, the coaches up there? What did they do yeah. for you to get you prepared um, for your senior year? I decided after my junior year to try it out. I never, I didn't know anyone who had done it. Um, it was still, it was pretty popular, but it was still kind of unknown at the time. It has since obviously blown up and is um, extremely well known, extremely highly regarded and accepted now by baseball. Um, right. Whereas two and a half years ago, it wasn't. Uh, weighted balls were still a mysterious uh, concept to a lot of people, but. Um, yeah, for me, though, it was driveline obviously was kind of the um, giving me the tools to be there. But the biggest thing that changed was the work ethic and changing all my habits um, and really getting focused. Like, that was it was got really like locked in and had a really good summer, um, made a lot of improvements and kept that same intensity and mindset when I went back that fall um, at h and Right, so you were, did you break 90 up there at driveline? Yeah. You did? I think okay. I topped, I topped 92 four, and then I went back to H&U that fall, and I didn't top over 92 the entire fall, which um, I was a little worried going into season because topping 92 isn't going to get you right. the looks I was hoping for. Um, but I kind of uh, gotten myself into a good position, and... Um, I guess in a way kind of like but just getting myself ready for season and trying to like my goal is to stay healthy um my goal for the season was I knew I either had to have an unbelievable year um statistically across the board or I needed to throw really hard and I needed to strike a lot of people out um so I think I set my goal at to hit 94 um and to strike out 100 people in the season because I remember like looking back and seeing that I think only like four or five guys had done that in the last like six years and they all got drafted. So in my mind, I was like, if I can do that, I got a shot. So you have the confidence in yourself to do it. Uh, You actually do do it. You had 105 Ks your senior year, which is double than what you had your junior year in less innings too. So pretty impressive set of school record there. Um, What was like a pivotal moment for you your senior year? Like when did you notice, okay, I can I can do this. I can actually get drafted and play at the next level. Yeah, we had um, so I knew at like during like winter break in December, um, our conference opener was at Cal Baptist, um, who was ranked top ten in um, the league or top ten in all of D two. Um, and I remember like, and they had a guy who was like a top one hundred draft prospect, um, and I knew I was gonna match up against him. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that was like, I had to do it. That had to be the game. Um, so I kind of set it there, I guess, like, 
I mean, I set the goal. I was like, I'm going to throw 94 that day, and I'm going to beat Cal Baptist, and that will put me on the board. Um, so I think, like, that was kind of what I set, like, before the season started, set my attention to. Uh, my three non-conference starts before that were all, like, okay, but I was just, they weren't great. Um, and then, so, yeah, so, I mean, Cal Baptist ended up being the, one of the best games I, I threw in that year. Did you hit far. 94 that day? Yeah. So I'd hit, I'd never hit over 92, and that was the summer before. And then that first inning there, I think I, I sat like 90 to 94. Okay. And I've pretty much sat 90 to 94 ever since that day. Right. So in your eyes, you get on the board, as you said, that yeah. day. Yeah. Um, I threw well, didn't win, took a tough loss, but I outthrew a top prospect, and that got me that got me at least on the board. Some heads turned. Yeah. Uh, when did you say that you start to get noticed after that? Would you say halfway through the year, no. towards the end of the year, one or two yeah. games left? Like, when did you feel like the scouts were actually coming out? Very end. Um, I remember being, my senior year didn't go exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, I ended up being, there's three starts left, and I was 0-8 with, like, a 7 ERA. <laughs> so I remember... Uh, going into Coach Esteban's office and, like, not panic, but, like, uh, pretty much asking if he'd heard anything, hadn't heard anything. And I just kind of decided, you know, like, I want to enjoy the last three games, not kind of press. Um, and so I think it was my third to last game that we finally saw a few scouts. Um, I threw well. Second to last game, same thing, like, a few. Threw well. Um so I think at that point I had maybe like two, three questionnaires, which to me was like the greatest thing to ever happen. Um, right. Pretty cool. Like I kind of couldn't believe it. You know, it was pretty, pretty unreal. And then, I mean, for me, it was like I, my best college moment was my uh, senior day, which was the last start of my career. And I, uh, yeah, it was just like, I remember showing up and there's like 15, 20 scouts. Um, and I ended up going like eight innings, one hit, ten strikeouts, and just I mean through one of the best games I throw had ever thrown. And you got the um, win that day. Yeah, did get the win so finally. That's a good way to go out. <laughs> uh, second nice. win of the season, finished two and nine. <laughs> I finished with a five seven, um, but I led the league in strikeouts, and I mean I sat like my velo sat all year. Um, but I remember so that was on a Wednesday, and I graduated on a Saturday. That Saturday. So I remember it's like graduation week and I was, I got in after that game. I think I, um, I remember like waking up and had like 15 questionnaires and like had to be, so I was like filling those out while I was like writing my final paper and nice. um, <laughs> enjoying my like graduation week, which Drew was actually in the house for. So, um, I remember you were you were excited about the the Oakland one. Oh, of that course, that's my team. Keep it rooted in <laughs> Oakland. Uh, kind of like a similar ultimatum, wouldn't you say? From like San Diego City, uh, having that one last year to prove yourself, yeah. and then kind of coming here, yeah. realizing the potential that you had, and saying, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Um, yeah, I'm a, I got one year to get drafted and keep playing, and that that was your dream, and you did it. Yeah, so um, moving on to draft day. Uh, when did you get drafted? Like, what was the position uh, getting notified like? Just that whole process that day. 
Talk about um, your emotions, who you who you were with, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I was, luckily I was back home. Um, I was in Arizona, had the full family there. Um, and, I mean, in my mind, I knew it was going to be the third day of the draft if I, because, like, at this point, I still didn't know if I was going to get taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of people who were, you know, like, can't promise anything, but, like, we'd like to take you. Like, so, um, yeah, so it was the third day of the draft. Um and I remember not, like, I wasn't nervous that day. I was, like, it was, again, like, that was the, the payoff before the draft was, like, a year ago that summer. I was, like, I want when this day comes next year to, like, know that I did everything, know that I did it all. Right. Um, and so I felt that. I remember being pretty calm. Um, and then it was the, like, 19th or 20th round, and, like, I thought I was going to get drafted, like, 30 to 40th so I wasn't like really watching too much like we were sitting there but um wasn't expecting it and I got a text um just kind of confirming like the whole like the process like you know are you looking to sign blah 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 you've been contacted and that was like by a few teams um and then yeah I got I saw we were watching and I think we had because we had it on the tv but I think we had it on our phone too and I remember the phone being faster than the tv Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I was like sitting there with everyone, um, like mom, dad, sister, uh, both brothers, like, uh, niece and nephew and like, um, brother-in-law. And so like everyone there. And I just remember saw, I saw it pop up on my phone actually before, um, it got announced on TV. So I had like a split second of like that realization hit and then it got announced and yeah, it was a really... So did they call or text you before, or did you just kind Yeah, of... I, got, I got contacted before, but then I got a call um, okay. right after. Um, what was your reaction to that? Just yeah, dream I mean, come was, true? Yeah, it was like kind of... Um, yeah, it was just like everything that like... At that point, it was everything I'd wanted and everything I'd worked for, so it was pretty cool <coughs> like, for it to come together. But that moment was like pretty surreal. I don't think I'll have like many other like times of that like i guess feeling or like emotion um but it was it was awesome all right so first year you go into rookie ball um pretty pretty impressive rookie year honestly uh usually rookies go maybe just short season if they're lucky uh you were able to make the jump all the way up to double a <laughs> and then triple a um and you actually threw four scoreless innings for the nashville sounds so what was that transition like? Did that catch you by surprise at all, moving up that quick? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was like a really cool opportunity, but it was definitely like it was a, I was filling in a role um, and really just got lucky uh, to be in that position. Uh, it was me and a few other guys got the chance to go from the AZL um, all the way up there for like the last series of the year. So it was, yeah, I mean, it was... Did it you was, get to uh, settle in at all? or did No. You <laughs> what was that experience like? Um... Yeah, I mean, getting that opportunity to pitch there was pretty unbelievable. Like, I again, I remember, um, like, telling the coach after the game, like, I had the most out of people I think I'd ever thrown in front of was, like, probably 300. Um, and I ended up throwing in front of, like, it was, like, sold out. And, like, I think 10, it's a little 10, over 10,000, 11,000 yeah, plus. 11, yeah. plus. Um, and I ended up, some like, uh, getting a win out of it, which was... It's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, so not a bad thing to have, but... Yeah, it was a cool opportunity. Um, like, kind of makes you grateful to get to see it and get to, like, I mean, that's where you're trying to get to before, obviously, getting to the big leagues. Like, 
each level you can go is good. So, all right. And then this past year, um, go to low A Beloit, um, have a great year. You go as a reliever to start the year. Uh, you had 27 games, and then you became a starting pitcher. Had 22 starts. Uh, led the entire Midwest League with 150 strikeouts. Led the entire A's minor league organization with 150 strikeouts. Um, in 112 and two thirds innings, kind of what was what you took the bull by the reins that year? Kind of explain how that year went for you. It was good. It was a long. I mean, everyone tells you the whole like your first season's like long, and I mean you you can be prepared for it, but it's a lot. Um, so like the whole just playing every day and like really um, getting that experience. So I loved it. Like I got like the the opportunity um, and had to like get used to pitching in different weather. Um, Right. Got to go to a lot of different states I'd never been to. Um, and, yeah, I mean, overall, I had a really good year. Um, I had some. I had a really bad stretch, uh, mm -hmm. which leveled out a lot of, like, my numbers. But, again, like, it also allowed me to see, like, why I, where I was going to struggle um, and how to not let that happen again in the next year and, like, the next year. So I'm grateful for it all. Um, Got, I think I got a lot out of it, uh, but yeah, it was like it was a long year, but was able to stay healthy, yeah. and I mean, again, like I like my favorite thing to do in pitching is strike guys out. Like that's, right. I mean, it's a, it's a, it was a hard mentality to have as a starting pitcher, um, but the whole, I mean, I'm trying to strike guys out. I'm trying to get misses and throw some chairs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so real quick, I want to bring up one point. Uh, you talked about. The weather, so you were used to Arizona, San Diego, the West Coast warmth, right? You go to cold, wet, Beloit, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, was it hard to grip the baseball? Was it? It was a little different. Was it, different? Um, it was just like, yeah, the feel definitely went down. But again, got that experience. Um, I don't know if it's something you get necessarily like get used to or better at, but um, I mean, at the same time, if it's uncomfortable for the pitcher, it's not like the hitter's too uh, excited to hit either. So. Um, right. Yeah, but it's good to get like different opportunities, and um, for the most part, I think all of our other uh, affiliates are in warmer states. So I'm looking forward to that too. So nice. So just kind of kind of jump into some random questions here. Uh, do it. Does it mean more to you getting drafted by a local team? You know, playing for Holy Names, Oakland, and then kind of getting drafted by the A's. Does that mean something to you? Yeah, I think it was. I think. Um, being from like kind of Arizona, the Diamondbacks were always like more of my team. But being out in um, for the names for two years, I mean, I went to games. My I think I went to an A's game like two months before the draft. Um, went to a lot of like Giants games, and it's definitely it was cool being um, kind of already a part of the culture, and then getting a opportunity to um, for like that team to recognize me and kind of take. Uh, um, they were the team who gave me the shot. So right. I'll forever be grateful for that. And I mean, I would, it would be a pretty cool, like full circle um, moment to get to pitch for them or to get to um, pitch in the Coliseum or pitch in the new, new area, the yeah. new, new ballpark. But like just being from here, having a lot of connections, having a lot of friends. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it definitely it means more. So who was one of your uh, favorite players growing up? Was there someone that you wanted to be like when you played? Uh, I was a big uh, old school guy, so I was like, Hank Aaron was by far like my favorite guy for a long time. Um, 
I think pitcher wise, I was like big Nolan Ryan guy, and maybe that's where like the the strikeouts and right. the attitude comes from. But that was always uh, those were the guys. And then I mean, and I remember watching the the Diamondbacks play. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty like I would still say my favorite. Like, I mean, old school guy would be Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a ton of really fun guys to like watch right now, obviously. Um, but toughest hitter that you faced. Toughest hit I faced um, in the minors so far. Your two years. Uh, <laughs> the I think it was my still probably the hardest hit baseball I've given up was uh, my second batter I ever pitched to was uh, I want to say it was my second like it was the first inning or something and it was a re like it was a rehab stint for him and it was uh, Chris Coughlin who's had a good amount of time in the big leagues and right. I remember throwing. Uh, it was like a one zero changeup and just yeah, or just plated it and uh, that ball. That ball is still probably the hardest one I've ever given <laughs> up. Um, but there were some good. There were some really good hitters in the Midwest League. Um, yeah. And um, if I had to go Midwest League, yeah, there was there was a I don't know there was a handful of teams that hit me like got uh, hit me pretty well, but. For the most part, I mean, held my own. I don't think there was anybody that I didn't want to pitch to. So Okay, so MLB The Show is a video game. <laughs> Coming out this year, they announced that minor leaguers are going to be in the video game. So what's it like for you knowing that your friends, <laughs> just random people all over the world playing this game, you're going to be able to, they're going to be able to play with you? What is it? How, how cool is that? Like, what do you think? I'm a little worried, uh, <laughs> see, to be honest, to see uh, what the... See the rating come out. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty harsh, um, but I was—I mean, I don't know. It's—it is pretty cool. It's just, uh, yeah. I've—I've I've never been a, like a video game guy. It's not like my thing, but obviously I have a lot of friends who like right. updated me that that's coming out, and we're pretty excited. So I'm just hoping that they give me some good stuff. Um, yeah, mainly just hoping the controls not like—I don't know what, how low they can go, but as long as I'm. Looking like a fifty. I'm all right. Gotcha. Uh, a couple more questions here. Yeah. What What have you learned, or is there maybe a common theme uh, as you played growing up the game your whole life, high school level, JC, college, minor league ball? Um, you know, being through the story that you've been through, mm-hmm. would you say that there's a common theme that you've experienced for the game of baseball? Yeah, I think um, the whole like it's. Like maybe sounds cheesy, but the whole like the more um, like the harder you work, the better you set yourself up for luck. Um, the better you set yourself up for like an opportunity, um, and it's just really being like, it's not just like the hard work that goes into it. It's also once you get the opportunity, to making the most of it, and not being like, right. not being so excited about the opportunity or so like ready to go and like knowing you did so much that it like kind of gets clouded because it's like. For me, um, the, I guess, like, the only thing I have to really relate to it would be, like, going from the same year, like, pitching in front of, like, 25 people at a time in a very small D2 right. um, to, like, pitching in like front of a bigger crowd, that biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, running to the mound, and, like, obviously, before it, like, my nerves were just... Adrenaline. Yeah, just straight through the roof. Going. Yeah. Um, and I just knew, like, as I was running in, it was, like... Well, as soon as I get to the mound, like, that's where I'm the most comfortable. 60 feet, 6 inches, like, that's what I can do. I feel... You, I've, and I remember um, 
that year, like, going to A's games or going to Giants games, like, just, like, as fun with friends. And, like, I always thought, like, at that moment, I could I could pitch right then. Right. Like, I could do that. Um, and so I think, like, that would be the biggest thing is just, like... So the common theme is confidence. Yeah, confidence and... Living in the yeah, moment. Yeah, being, being, like, yourself with it, too. Right. I know that's... Um, it's kind of hard in baseball because sometimes that gets shifted around everyone, whether it's, like, to make you cookie cutter or make you a little bit something else. But, like, I guess if you're willing to, like, die on that hill of, like, you're going to be yourself and you're going to do what makes you good, then you can't really have any regrets about that. So, Right. Um, so spring training's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's it like to – grow up in Arizona close to those spring training fields and now you're going to be able to play at them and then also what are your goals for spring training in the upcoming season this year um it's pretty cool like as a kid Arizona was obviously we would get out to a ton of spring training games um a bunch of different facilities uh so yeah it's it's a lot of fun to get to play on like those backfields and um just get to be in that environment obviously family's super close so getting to play in front of them is awesome um but yeah i'm looking forward to the spring i did a lot of um a lot of training this off season um biggest takeaways from the year was really to um i guess improve what i'm already what i already do well um as well as really try to like work on the things i struggled with last year which was mostly like command and control um Mm -hmm. taking the walks down and so i did a lot of training of that um i was able to get in um, some pitch design sessions kind of changed some pitches around um, so I mean I feel like right now I feel the best shape I've ever been in um, in my life physically um, so I feel like I'm able to I can move better I'm a little bit faster and um, it's translating to the mound in the velo as well as in um, recovery time and everything like that so I mean goal for spring stay healthy um, break with an affiliate and I mean my goal for spring is just to show that I can control um, my strike zone and what I'm trying to do, and that I have three three strikeout pitches. And yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping my goal is to hit a seven this spring. So if I can do that, I'd be pretty excited. Um, which I think is like hit a seven. Yep, that's the that's the plan. So gotcha. first O two first yeah first O two count of the spring training. Uh, it will be a elevated fastball as hard as possible. So perfect makes the game fun. <laughs> um, real quick before we head out, go ahead and give uh, everybody your Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, so um, the Twitter is at capital A underscore McIntyre fifty. For the most part, it's uh, all drive line and baseball content. There's not much else going on there. Um, and then on Instagram, it is Aiden underscore MC50. Um, kind of the same thing for the most part. We keep it pretty baseball related. So, um, nice. but yeah, it'll be it'll be a good year. I'm looking forward to it. There will be some good content coming out. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming here today. Good old Holy Names University, <laughs> uh, sharing your remarkable story. And uh, Oakland A's prospect, Aiden McIntyre, everybody. Thanks for coming on, Aiden. Good luck. Absolutely. Appreciate it.